Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM. Okay, let's start by talking about what happened in the 947 race. And just to put a disclaimer, we are actually not talking about this specific incident. We've just invited our guests because we can't get hold of the organizers just to talk to us in general about how things work in cycling. And uh, by the way, Emma Brown, the winner who was disqualified, has put out a long post on Facebook there and uh, she is not happy with what has happened there. So let's understand, let's educate each other. And the cyclist Lutando Kaka joins us on the line. I'm sure you'll remember him. We've spoken to him on the show, uh, part of Velokaya Life Cycling Academy, also uh, raced in Europe, as he told us on the show. Mr. Kaka, good evening. Thanks for taking our call on SAFM. Hi, Tavisa. Thank you very much. Uh, good evening to your viewers and uh, uh, thanks thanks for the invite. Thank you. We're just trying to understand what happened this past weekend where Emma Brown was disqualified for taking the wrong route because the lead car went the wrong way. What's your take on what happened? Well, it's, it's quite an unfortunate incident, I mean, to read about it because, I mean, we had such a, a huge event uh, in South Africa in the form of a ride uh, Jobek. So I mean it's quite it's quite it's quite an unfortunate incident that did happen. Uh from my understanding uh, and uh, from the videos that I had seen and information that has actually been circulating is that the rider actually took a, a wrong turn at the Kailami circuit. Uh and uh, in doing that I think she gained about three minutes or about two to three minutes advantage on the field that was chasing her from behind. And I think at that point in time, she was about, I think, about a minute 20 or a minute 30. And then by the time she ex- uh, exited uh, Kailami, that, that, that lead had ballooned to about three and a half minutes or something like that. Okay. So then um, the reason she took the wrong way is because I've also seen the video is because she was following the lead car and the lead car went the wrong way. What do the rules, cycling rules say in a situation like this? Okay, uh, this one is a bit tricky one, and uh, it's quite unfortunate that you couldn't get uh, people from cycling South Africa to actually give you more information. Because, from my understanding, as cyclists, we have the responsibility of knowing the route, uh, which road mm-hmm. to turn, etc., and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this incident, I mean, when you are a lead uh, or leading a race. Um, just like in running, you would have the lead vehicle that mm. is ahead of the leader. Uh, one of two things that have actually captured over the past few years is that that lead vehicle is firstly there for safety as it clears the path in front of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, secondly, it's not called the lead vehicle for nothing. It's kind of like leading the, the road for you as, as, as you as you ride. So in this instant, it unfortunately took the wrong turn, and the rider being head down, you know, giving her all out, suppose, was just simply following that vehicle. And when the vehicle took the wrong turn, she followed the vehicle, not knowingly, I suppose. And uh, it was only discovered, um, I think they kind of like discovered it instantly, because at some point in that video, I saw them going over that um, that tape. Mm-hmm. You you saw they went over some red tape there. On yes, the and then she moved so, the cones also. Yes, I think that was a moment of realization, both by the lead vehicle and herself, that hey, something is indeed wrong here. But um, why it wasn't corrected there and then mm-hmm. by simply turning around and trying to reroute, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I do not know. But yeah, oh, so I that should that, have been assigned to them. That Indeed. obviously you're going the wrong way because it's it's barricaded. 
Exactly. Exactly. And then you say, Mr. Kaka, that the onus is on onus is on the rider to know the route. But in a situation now where they had to go inside Kailami, uh, the racetrack there, would the riders have been familiar with Kailami? Are they allowed to get inside Kailami before the race? I mean, it's easy to to obviously practice the route when it's outside. It's outside around Johannesburg, but inside Kailami, are you allowed to go there and, and get a feel of things? No, no, unfortunately not, because. For instance, I mean, uh, someone like myself, when you're checking the route, because as much as you get the, the map, you also want to sometimes get a feel of the route by writing the entire thing. Yeah. So one of the things which is actually um, what you call now, you can't do is, of course, be on the freeway. So which means you would be parallel to the freeway or something like that. But then when it comes to the Kailani circuit, I mean, it's not uh, uh, a public space. Uh, I mean, there's a, a number of things that you have to do to get permission to be there. Unless, of course, you own one of those supercars that you normally see uh, mm-hmm. racing there in Kailani. So it's something that I personally uh, did not have the opportunity of doing, which is to go inside the circuit and, and familiarize myself with the tents inside the circuit. And I think that's probably also uh, what many riders could not do because, of course, it's not a public space that you can just simply go into right and out. As much as there is a, a, a map that we do get from the race organizers, it's kind of hard. I mean, it, it would be quite uh, not fair on the rider to expect a rider to know the terms that are in a racing circuit that you've never been in. You've never been. Mm-hmm. And then you told us earlier on that um, the lead car is not just the lead car, it's a safety car. So who's inside that lead car? Because the windows are always tinted. Uh, yes, uh, I would suppose in this case it would be the race organizer and also maybe the, the commissaire of the of the event. Uh, what does the commissaire like do? The commissaire is like a, a referee, if I could mm. put it. So they they keep abreast in terms of what is happening in the event, the safety element, is everyone following the rules, etc., uh, etc. Et so they are just simply there to monitor that all the rules are adhered to, uh, those of the safety and those of the UCI and, and, and the second South Africa. And the reason I'm asking is because on her post on Facebook, Emma Brown says there was no race commissar, commissar at the time they took the wrong turn, but the official motorbike said everything was fine. Is that normal then? Where would the commissar, commissar have been? Uh, well, I would then guess maybe the commissar because sometimes they would either be in the, with the main group. So oh. if she then says she wasn't there then, you would then say that because at that point I think the the, the, the chasing group behind there was a minute 20. Mm. It would probably show the commissar would probably be with that group if not ahead. So sometimes the commissaire would split herself between or himself between mm. uh, the main bunch and the lead of the of the race. Sometimes you would have more than one uh, commissaire uh, following the whichever specific group uh, in order to be aware of such things. Sometimes it's just to be at the front to make sure that the rider in front is not getting assistance for uh, unwarranted or, or, or unauthorized uh, assistance from anyone. Uh, not in the race, so so that's why you always have to know what is happening in the front of the event and at the back of the event, which is the lead rider, uh, in this case being Emma, and also the main chasers, 
which is in this case would be Ashley and the likes yeah. which were chasing her from behind. And then what's the role of the official motorbike? Because she says in the post that um, the motorbike said everything was fine. And once again, I'm just trying to ask, understand in general, in any other race, what is the role of the official motorbike? Uh, safety uh, as well. Yeah. So the, the, the motorbike is there to make sure that safety is there. And which is also one of the problems that we are seeing now, because as much as they are there for safety, uh, the rider's safety, to make sure that uh, there is no obstructions on the road and stuff like that. Mm. And also, if a rider needs something from the team vehicle, you are able to tell the motorbike, and the motorbike is able to relay that message to your team car, which is following maybe at the back of the event or at the back of the main bunch in this case. But also, relay message to the chief commissaire. Uh, because you have a commissaire, let's say in this instance, the commissaire was a minute 30 behind. Mm-hmm. They have radios. They are able to communicate whatever information that is crucial to, uh, for the event to the commissaire or be it to the, uh, what is this now, to, to the medical, uh, what you call now, to, 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 to EMS, uh, emergency mm-hmm. medical services, uh, if there is a need of, of, of such. So they are there to make sure the safety, and which is also one of the problems because now they can say, yeah, it was only, we were only there for safety, but mm. your route, the route is up, is basically yours. So, okay. so, the, so, so but it's, it's, it's kind of like, a, yeah, it's quite a tricky one. It's quite a tricky one, I have to say. Yeah. For those who are just joining us, we are speaking to cyclist Lutando Kaka just to understand the rules of the sport after Emma Brown's disqualification from the 947 race that she thought she had won, but she was disqualified for going the wrong route. And uh, she went the wrong route because she followed the lead car, which also went uh, the wrong way. But she's been sanctioned now. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll understand more about the sanctions as we wrap up our conversation. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.1 FM in Durban North. Good evening. The only disappointment here is that people uh, who are leaders in cycling are failing us. They must account because you can't sit here and speculate. At least a press statement to explain nothing, nothing, nothing. But uh, in cycling, don't they have something equivalent to FIFA, like Bafana Bafana were not happy in Ghana's game and then they took it to FIFA? Can she take it anywhere? I hear this, the gentleman explaining that it's, it's, it's her duty to know all those things. No, no, but this case. Is there any place that you can resolve this matter? Thank you. Butinkonki in the Indian Cape. Okay, thanks for that, Butinkonki. And we did reach out to everybody, race organizers. We spoke to some of them on the phone, cycling essay, but nobody was willing to come on air and uh, give us clarity. Clarity on this story. That's why we've had to invite Mr. Kaka. And once again, I want to put the disclaimer out there that we didn't invite him to talk about the specific incident, but we just wanted to educate ourselves. I'm going to ask that question shortly, Butinkonki. But I just want to find out, Mr. Kaka, from you about now uh, the the sanctions. She's she was disqualified, um, uh, Emma Brown, because she took the wrong way. Who then makes up who 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 sanctions her? Who makes who takes up the decision? Oh, the person who takes up the decision in this case would be the chief commissaire. 
the, uh, on the uh, for the event. So, for instance, the ladies' event has their own referee or commissaire, as we call them. Mm-hmm. The men's event also has its own uh, referee or commissaire. Mm-hmm. And then you would have something like the chief commissaire, which pretty much is kind of like the president. I don't know if the chief referee is that the right term, mm-hmm. uh, whereby these disputes, then disputes are handled. So I would suppose in this case, that type of dispute would have been brought to their attention soon after crossing the line to say there was an incident that happened, therefore it needs for them to discuss it immediately after crossing the finish line and make a, a decision. So I'm sure that that probably did happen and she was probably made away uh, right there and then. And then, of course, when if they are not happy about the outcome, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure Cycling South Africa, you can actually write to Cycling South Africa and actually appeal that decision that was made. So I'm sure that that, that is still open to her. And I think if she probably did, wanted to, she would have probably sent uh, an email to that effect to Cycling South Africa on Monday. Okay, I see. And then what happens to the the person in the lead car then that went the wrong way? is Does action also get taken against them? I think uh, an official complaint would also probably have to be lodged uh, by the the, the rider herself to say that um, because this and this happened and uh, uh, she believes it was the fault of the lead car, mm-hmm. then I think she's well within the right to probably do that as well. Okay, to lodge a complaint against the the, 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 the referee, as you say, that was in the lead car. Exactly. I mean, if she feels that she the system was not fair to her, I think she's actually entitled to, to do that. And with your experience in the sport, have you been in a situation like this? Uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> not necessarily about winning and not in similar circumstances, but pretty much disputes in, in, during the event, uh-huh. whereby you feel that you are done and then you lodge an official complaint and, and take it further outside the event. So, so, so I've, I've been in one of those. And just finally, looking from the outside, I mean, it seems like a disqualification was a harsh decision here. And she misses out on the prize money, which is about 200,000 rand. Um, Yes. Does it seem like it's a harsh decision or is it it just how it is in cycling? That's the sanction. Yeah, I mean, that's why I think there's an option of, uh, I don't know where to take it. That's why I think there's an option of simply just uh, what you call now of... um, complaining about appeal. it, you know, and launching an appeal, if I could say. Because, I mean, yeah, from from, from, from anyone's perspective, it, it feels like it's quite harsh. Mm. Uh, well, I would feel it's quite harsh for myself as well because, you know, people were discussing this matter and, you know, some people were saying that maybe they should have just uh, uh, calculated the time that she had entered the mm. circuit and then given her the same time on the other side as she exits. So if she had a minute advantage, give her that same minute advantage on the other side, and then just do the numbers at the finish line to say, well, if if she had a minute uh, uh, advantage, then what would have been her mm. time at the finish, and where would the people coming from behind be? Uh, if you understand where I'm yes, coming from, because yes. she came in with a minute 30 yes. and she went out with, uh, I think, about three uh, three minutes, 30 seconds advantage. Mm-hmm. So you can just minus that time and say, well, because 
seemingly everyone had a role to play in this situation. How about we try and be fair to everyone and simply just minus the time that we believe she gained uh, unfairly and sure. see where she would have finished overall. But I think the commissaires made what they think is the right decision and mm. said simply a DQ is sufficient. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a harsh one, but uh, I'm, 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 I would like to hear what their reasons were away, and I'd also like to see if there's an appeal, how how it goes. Okay, hopefully they'll get back to us. We'll follow that up. But thank you, Mr. Kaka. Thank you for your insight. I know we've put you on the spot, but we appreciate you taking our call tonight and educating us about the rules of of the of cycling and the road. No, pleasure, pleasure. Thank you very much, and uh, uh, have a good day. Thank you, sir, Mr. Tando Kaka from Velokaya. There, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll talk cricket now. The coach of the Netherlands is on the line, ready to speak to us about their tour to South Africa, where they are set to play three ODIs against the Proteas.